Welcome to Real Estate and Rec, where real estate and adventure converge. My name is Gladys Rimkus with Remax Properties, hosting from gorgeous Colorado Springs. Let's start off with a quick local market update. In the Pikes Peak region, we've seen a shift of homes spending more and more time on the market before they go into contract. For example, in August, homes in the $300,000 to $500,000 range were spending about 23 days on the market. However, this time around, homes in this price range are spending closer to 31 days on the market. So this is a shift we've been seeing for a bit. It makes sense that it starts to slow down in the fall, but we've been seeing this trend since the interest rates began increasing. It's much more pronounced after the school year starts, as most people like to buy a home and settle in before the start of the school year. What this means is buyers have so much more leverage out there on the market, and they're taking their time finding just the right home. So if you're looking to buy, there may be low inventory right now, but you have so many more options available to you. It's an important reminder to those looking to sell their homes right now that it's not the market of the post-COVID years. You're not going to get to pick from dozens of offers, and you won't be under contract in a weekend. I find that even having this conversation ahead of time with a potential seller, it still comes as a surprise when the house hasn't sold in a couple of weeks and the seller is in disbelief that there aren't any offers coming in yet. Interest rates are not in the 2-3% to range anymore. We've got to come to terms with the fact that we may never see those interest rates again for a really, really long time. If you need to sell your home for whatever reason, I think as long as your expectations are realistic, you have an agent that keeps you grounded, and takes the time to really help you price your home accordingly, you'll have a much better time during the home selling process. My suggestion would be, if you're looking to sell... Make sure you're aware that it's not all sunshine and roses for you as a seller. You may have to offer some incentives in the form of buy-downs, or you may see more negotiations when pricing it out. Or worse yet, there may be some serious slowdowns when it comes to negotiating inspection resolutions. So be prepared and know your home's worth. Homes that are appropriately priced for the market are still on the market a bit longer, as buyers know they have a minute to look around and make sure there's not something better out there before coming to the conclusion that the home they found is actually a good find. So if you're currently selling your home and are having a hard time finding a buyer, take a step back, check with your agent to make sure your home is appropriately priced, make sure your home is looking as great as it can when it's being shown, and know that it's just taking a minute. Be sure to keep that communication with your agent open. They have a strategy to sell your home. Make sure you know what it is and that you're feeling good about it. That's where this week's topic comes in, seller concessions. So if you've been looking through homes lately on the MLS or some other online platform, you'll likely have noticed advertisements for what we call seller concessions. What you're looking at is a seller offering monetary incentives for you to buy their home without decreasing the price of the home itself. One common seller concession that I've noticed lately is the buy-down. With interest rates hovering in the upper 7% range, it's a hard sell for someone who may have refinanced a few years ago at the 2-3% range to give up their current mortgage rate and go with a much higher rate for the sake of a new home. In my opinion, unless you're experiencing a life-altering event such as a change of station, a marriage, unfortunately a divorce, or a job relocation, you're likely not going to elect to sell your home and buy another. However, as we all know, life happens and we need to change quickly sometimes. Seller concessions help to guide buyers to take an extra special look at a home that would otherwise not entice you with its charm and price alone. The buy-down allows a seller to help buy down the interest rate of the buyer's mortgage for a limited time. The most common buy-down right now is the 2-1 buy-down. 
that will lower the buyer's interest rate in the first year by 2% and in the second year by 1%. By the start of the third year of the mortgage, it will go back up to the regular mortgaged percentage rate. It's a really great fit for buyers that need to get in now, but don't necessarily want to move into a 7 plus percent mortgage rate. The idea behind the buy-down is that interest rates will, hopefully, decrease in the next couple of years, and then if they do, you can refinance at a lower rate. Although, we can't see into our crystal balls and know what's going to come. So alternatively, if their interest rates continue to increase, then at least you've locked in a lower rate while building equity in your home. The 2-1 buy-down is just a commonly used concession at the moment, but it is one of a few options for a temporary buy-down that are out there. As always, speak to your preferred lender or reach out to me. I've got a few lenders I like to pass along to get better information about your options. There's also the option to permanently buy down your rate for the life of your loan. This is, of course, more expensive, and rates like this are brought down in increments of eighths of a percentage. I'm sure your preferred loan officer would be happy to show you a litany of spreadsheets and figures to figure out the options that are better for you and your unique situation. Some things to keep in mind about seller concessions, there are limits to how much and what type of buy-down your loan can do if it's a seller offering it. For example, conventional loans can only be bought down temporarily for a maximum of 3% of the loan amount. VA and FHA loans can be bought down, but only permanently, and the VA has a max of 4% buy-down and an FHA loan has a maximum of 6% that could be bought down. It just depends on the type of concession. If there's a dollar amount the seller is willing to offer, perhaps a portion of it could go towards the buy-down and the remainder could go towards closing costs. However, if the advertised amount has a limitation of only going towards the buy-down, the seller may say, hey, you can get up to 15K in seller concessions, but the home loan is for $400,000. Then on a conventional loan, you can only put $12,000 towards a buy-down. It's up to the seller if they're willing to give you the difference towards something else such as closing costs, or if they were only going to offer you the buy-down amount. It's just a few things to keep in mind while you're shopping around and trying to figure out a way for your finances to make buying or selling a home worth it in the current market. One last thing I'm going to add, if you're in the process of selling a home and have not considered offering a buy-down, it's not uncommon for the buyer to submit an offer with the buy-down. For example, the buyer may offer asking price or close to it, but with a 1-3% to buy-down. This gets really tricky as it is a negotiation tactic that could affect how the buyer approaches the rest of the transaction. As a seller, you definitely don't want to feel like you're getting the raw end of a deal by accepting an offer with a buy-down, then come to find out the buyer also wants huge improvements to be made following the home inspection. I'd suggest both agents communicate effectively during this period so it's made clear what the seller is or is not willing to offer in these situations. I cannot emphasize enough how important it is to have that clear line of communication between your agent and your loan officer. Transactions go much more smoothly if everyone's on the same page. So on to the recreational part of our podcast. Today, I'm giving a huge shout out to one of my favorite pastry shops in the Springs. If you haven't visit Norma's Bakery, you should make a beeline for it next time you're in the mood for a tasty treat. Norma's Bakery is a favorite amongst me and my girlfriends. They have a Facebook page where you can entice your eyes with the mouthwatering desserts they have to offer. Norma specializes in Mexican and Central American bread and pastries. So if you're looking for some delicious flan or pan dulce, you're on your way to the right place. 
Also, don't forget this month's special is our pan de muertos or bread of the dead. It features two layers of bread stuffed with caramel, walnuts, strawberries, and chocolate, along with some other wild berries. Mm, you can bet I'll be getting myself over there very soon to try this out. I love to head over to Norma's every now and again for a quick dessert or to pick up some sweet bread for friends. It's really the best surprise to give and I'd highly suggest giving them a try. And that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to Real Estate and Rec, where real estate and adventure converge. I've been your host, Gladys Rumkus. Be sure to click that subscribe button on your favorite podcast platform to get the latest episodes. Also, follow me on Facebook and Instagram. I also want to give a huge shout out to Chris Annan from Novus Home Mortgage for taking the time to answer all of my questions about seller concessions and various other topics. He's on my short list of lenders that I will send your way when you're ready to take the next step in home ownership. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time as we keep closing the deal on real estate and rec one episode at a time.